Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, the no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach to Coach Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today we have with us Alexandra Cohen with ANC Consult. Welcome, Alexandra. Hi, Lee. Thanks so much for having me on your show today. Well, I am excited to learn what you have going on. Tell us a little bit about ANC Consult. How are you serving folks? So I work with startups, small businesses, and nonprofits on um, some of the strategy consulting, figuring out how they can position to grow and increase their impact. So how did you get into this line of work? What's your backstory? As with most things, I started doing this completely by accident. Uh, I had actually worked as a litigation attorney for 15 years and was just running myself ragged. I'd started my own firm at one point and was trying to do everything myself. And I got to the point where I was literally running around and uh, doing my client work and ended up um, falling, breaking my wrist and realizing that I needed to take a step back and take a break from doing that kind of work and ended up um, going for my MBA, trying to figure out what my next steps would be and slowly started working with small businesses and nonprofits locally, getting to know them, uh, working with them, helping them with marketing plans, figuring out how to make their operations more efficient um, and ended up just really loving what I was doing. And so decided to do that full time. So, but what attracted you to, uh, I mean, those are all kind of disparate groups, startups, small business and nonprofits. Uh, what drew you to those folks? Um, some of it was just people that I was introduced to locally and getting to know them uh, and realizing that a lot of the organizations were working in their own silos. So nonprofits were trying to increase their impact through their programs, but not really figuring out sustainable financing um, with businesses. They were trying to do the particular work that they love, but didn't really have um, as much experience in the business and uh, realizing that there were a lot of um, a lot of commonalities across all of those different sectors and a lot of ways that they could benefit from different types of strategy and practices that they might not have been doing before. Now, um, having worked with them for a while now, have you you've you mentioned a thread that's a common thread that's amongst all three of those groups is vision and strategy. One of the kind of stumbling blocks you're seeing in all of those. Yes, they tend to divide those two things up quite a bit. So they'll have an idea for the type of activities or the type of products and services they want to sell, but they might not take a step back and try to figure out what their vision is for the business uh, long-term and how that connects with the products and services or with the clients they're trying to work with. And then if they don't have that kind of North star or kind of the end in mind, it's hard to even do the day-to-day work because you don't know what you're doing the work for, right? Yes, exactly. Or they're trying to do all of the day-to-day work, but not looking at where they're going with that work and how to figure out um, how to grow their business. Now, when you're working with them, are they kind of at a point of crisis? Are they struggling with something or is this something that's proactive that they're trying to get ahead of? Most often um, for the small business owners, they're just feeling stuck. They may have tried a bunch of different strategies, 
they can't figure out why they've plateaued and can't grow their business. And sometimes it's the solopreneur trying to do everything. Sometimes it's the small business with the team um, that is just in a place where they don't know what the next steps are. Now, when you're working with these folks, um, uh, consult is, is part of your name, but coaching is part of your services. Um, how do you discern the difference between the two? I think um, people have very clear ideas of what a coach is and what a consultant is. And my version is really just a hybrid of both. I try to work with clients one-on-one in a framework that looks more like coaching, where we'll work together for many months at a time and tackle different challenges they have and come up with different ways to deal with their obstacles, come up with marketing plans, how to reach their clients, how to scale. Um, And then the consulting part is some of it is just me going off and providing frameworks and templates or resources for the clients. So it's, it's really tailored to the work that I do. And it's really ends up being a combination of both at the end of the day. So some people need help and some people need a helper. Yes, pretty much. Some people just want the tools and to figure out how they can go off and do it on their own and others uh, need a little bit more of the assistance, more of the sort of consulting and the deliverables. Now, um, is the first thing you tackle the vision and then you get into the strategy once the people are clear on their vision? Yes. If they haven't spent too much time writing out their roadmap or their, their vision, um, the strategy isn't really going to get them there. So we try to look at, you know, who it is that they want to work with. Um, if you're providing a particular service, you have a client and at the end of the day, you're trying to help them and figuring out how to, combine the vision with what the actual work is and the services and who your client base is. Now you mentioned um, working with nonprofits. Um, How important is community building uh, when you're doing work in that space? So important. And I'm glad you asked that. The nonprofits, it's really all about the communities that they work with and figuring out Um, what the particular activities are that are going to help that community and to have that kind of impact. And sometimes you can start a nonprofit and want to solve a problem like hunger or education, um, but haven't really taken the time to talk with your community members and the people who are actually going to be benefiting from it to see what they really want. Um, So figuring out who your community is and being able to work with them is a great way to grow both your organization and increase the impact with those groups. And it actually works similarly for businesses. Um, more and more businesses are focused on things in addition to profit. So they want to look at how they can help their community, how they can be more sustainable and more responsible partners to the people that they are working with. Are those the type of uh, for-profit businesses you work with are the ones that have some goal of a social impact? Most often, yes. And it could be anything from being able to give back in their community through donating time and services from their employees to some kind of bigger strategy to um, impact the community and and make changes that are within their particular um, business expertise. Now, uh, do you have any advice for the business owner that is considering kind of um, emphasizing the social impact? Do you you have kind of any research or any uh, even anecdotal evidence that says that that's a good business? It's not only good for the community, but it's also good business strategy. Yes, definitely. More and more consumers are making specific choices about what they're buying. Um, or what services they're consuming based on 
the sustainability and the responsibility of the businesses. Um, a lot of them are now registering as B corporations. So they're actually going through the steps of getting certified as making an impact in their community. Um, so there is a financial benefit to the businesses, but also getting that kind of support within their communities and increasing their base. So from both perspectives, um, there's definitely a more of a trend towards that, especially in the last year with all of the challenges that everyone has faced. There's been a lot more community building um, focused on growing services and ways to contribute back to uh, the areas in which businesses are located. Now, um, how has the pandemic affected the firms that you're working with? Is that something that um, was kind of an awakening for some folks that got them, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm tired of what I've been doing that you know, life is more than whatever my nine to five was and I want to make a bigger impact. So I'm going to get involved with a small business or start a small business or nonprofit. Uh, was that kind of um, happening in, in your ecosystem? Yeah, a lot of clients who um, started their own businesses in the last year or so, they found a particular need or something they were passionate about and had more time, frankly, this year to start thinking through what that business would look like and to do some of the market research. And a lot of the businesses that I've been working with have been figuring out existing businesses, how to pivot, how to change their services to um, serve more online uh, clients to people conceiving businesses they've wanted to start for years and now have the opportunity to do so in a way that is meaningful. Um, and then I've been working with them to figure out you know, marketing plans and how to uh, launch or how to, how to grow and scale. Now, can you share a story? Um, don't You don't have to name the name, but maybe explain the backstory of where this company was struggling and how you were able to get involved and take them to a new level. Uh, yeah, I worked with one really amazing entrepreneur who's been running a business um, tutoring in his local area for a number of years very successfully and had been slowly starting to think about branching out to other regions across the United States. And now with all of education being online, he was able to um, really amplify the work that he did and serve more students across the U.S. and really appeal to just the larger population that he was able to, to help and grow his business. And so we went through and created, you know, existing systems that were great for his group of clients in his region that worked well needed to be updated for expansion to hundreds of clients and to expanding a tutoring network. And so for some, for a business like that, uh, they were able to make a huge difference over the last year, and now they're positioned to continue to grow. Now, in your work, um, are you still doing any lawyering, or is this something that's kind of a back burner for you, or do you just kind of weave your uh, attorney skills into the work that you're doing with these uh, businesses you're serving? Yeah, no more lawyering for me at this point. Uh, it has helped me tremendously because of a lot of the just skills and sort of toolbox. It also helps when I'm working with businesses to be able to identify issues that are coming up. They might have intellectual property that they need to be more cognizant of or um, contract issues or whatever it might be. And it's uh, easier to spot those issues in advance and strategize for them and then be able to make referrals for other attorneys that are specialized in whatever it is that they need. So, um, so you just refer out any type of attorney work? Yes, I do. I'm fortunate to have a large network of uh, professionals, mostly in New York, but across the country with really wonderful expertise and that 
are very helpful to my clients. Now, um, having started your career in that space, is that, do you miss that in any way or is the, is it just more fulfilling kind of helping shape these, um, social impact organizations? There are definitely things that I loved about being an attorney that I miss, but overall, this was the best move for me. I work with clients who are passionate about the work that they do. And, and frankly, I wanted that for myself too. Um, I wanted to be able to feel like I'm able to help see a difference with the people that I work with, that they're able to increase their revenue, get some more time off that they can spend with their families, figure out how to make the kind of impact that they're trying to make in their corner of the world. And um, if if somebody wants to learn more, have more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, uh, what is the best way to do it? Do you have a website? Yes. So my website is www.anc-consult.com. Good stuff. Well, Alexandra, congratulations on all the success. Um, is there anything we could be doing for you? What do you need more of right now? Do you need more team members? Do you need more clients? What are you looking for? I always love meeting you entrepreneurs and small business owners and talking to them and learning more about their business and digging into what it is that they do and why they do it and what it is that they're passionate about. So I'm always happy talking to, to people who can use some um, either advice or just toss around some ideas on strategy. Good stuff. Well, thank you again for sharing your story. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right. That was Alexandra Cohen with ANC Consult. That's anc-consult.com. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. Yeah.